Howdy and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we have fun talking all things hunting and in the process do our best to support small and family-owned businesses in the hunting space. Here are your hosts and resident bandits, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy folks and welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, and I'm joined as always by the corn bandit, Richard, who's joining us from uh, the land of beer. How are you, sir? <laughs> I am good, sir. It is uh, it's pretty chilly up here. My, too chilly for my southern blood, that, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Richard is up in uh, Milwaukee for yes, uh, his day job right now, so he's yeah. calling in from a hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, to drive, I got to drive a Jetta through, uh, through <laughs> what I consider to be a blizzard, but the folks up here probably don't consider it... Uh, I'm, I'm glad I took the insurance out because I think my my fingers have permanently destroyed that steering wheel because I was hold, <laughs> holding on to it pretty darn tight. That's for sure. Um, well, that, uh, that Jetta's front wheel drive or what? I, I, I don't know. It's small wheel drive. That's all I know. I put that seat all the way back, and I kept saying to myself, "Why the hell did I get this damn thing?" You know, my boss that. tells me I could get a a full size, but uh, yeah, I, I I I didn't. So. <laughs> Oh well, well, at least you made it for the uh, for the podcast. Hopefully, right. you get back to the airport tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, God willing. God willing. Awesome. awesome. Well, on this episode, uh, we're excited to talk with uh, Luke Douglas and Nate Anderson. They are the co-owners of Headhangers. That is Headhangers with a Z. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast. How are y'all doing tonight? Good. We're very Jimmy well. Thank Richard, you very much. How are you guys? Oh, awesome. Awesome. I'm, I this is Jimmy. I'm lucky enough to still be here in Texas, so um, it's yeah. uh, nice and warm today, yeah. <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot better than what we had today, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us, uh, what y'all have today? Where where are y'all? Uh, we're square in the middle of Kansas. Okay. 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 Seems, yeah, y'all been y'all got the got... ice tundra right now. Oh right. man. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, all those uh, named winter storms and stuff like, are, are going through there, aren't they? Yeah. We've had a lot of fun the last uh, month or so trying to get that dug out and thawed out. Right. We're not we're not near as bad as our as our friends to the north, but uh, yeah. bad enough for what we're used to. <laughs> yeah, we talked to uh, a fellow from uh, I guess Northern Indiana uh, yeah. a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and he was ta- we were talking about how some of the deer up there uh, had it frozen like in place <laughs> supposedly. Oh, really. Hmm. You said it was what? What did he say the temperature was, Richard? It was uh, it was a balmy negative thirty, <laughs> something like that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're With, headed to we're headed to Des Moines this weekend, and it's projected oh to be goodness. about that. So oh, that'll be fun. Oh man, that, that's incredible. <laughs> we'll stay warm this weekend. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. we'll try to. Yeah. Well, well, thank y'all for coming on. Um, before we get into uh, what you guys are all about, uh, would you mind just uh, you know walking us through uh, really who you guys are, how y'all met, and how y'all kind of got started? Okay, absolutely. Well, Luke, you want to uh, take it, or ahead, you want Nathan. me to do it? Now, go ahead for a little okay. bit, and I'll come come back in. So, no problem. So, uh, Jimmy, Luke, and I actually got to know each other when I was in college. Um, I moved into a duplex uh, right next to him and his wife. Um, I think he saw me bringing in guns or bows or something into my little college house and uh, came outside to introduce himself, and we started talking. And, of course, none of my college friends here in, in central Kansas, I went to school for auto restoration. None of them hunted or anything. So when Luke brought that up, 
I was super excited. Um, I'd go over to his house and watch hunt shows and that type of thing. And he, uh, I, I was cleaning deer skulls kind of in my spare time, a few for myself and a few for friends here and there. And he came over with a pretty rough cut rebar and some steel that he had welded together. And he said, here, why don't you use these to, to hang those heads up with? I'm like, man, that's pretty slick. And, uh, but we were having trouble with them spinning. Um, so I said, Hey, you know, may, can we figure something out there? And he kind of started to get working on it. Um, and he could tell you a little bit more about that, but at his uncle's, uh, welding shop here, just North of where we live, um, they got together and, uh, decided on a flat piece of steel to make the hanger with that way that would not turn in on the, uh, inside of the skull. And one of the guys that actually helps us at trade shows and whatnot, he always uh, peers in with a line that uh, sometimes a square peg in a round hole is a good idea. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so from there, um, I started cleaning quite a few more skulls after college. Luke was bringing these over, some rough cut ones that he had made out and was just giving them to me. And I was just giving them away with skulls that I was cleaning. And, uh, I asked Luke one day, I said, why don't, why aren't you selling these? And I, I'm sure, I don't know if I still have the text or not, but I think it's something like on the lines of like, Luke, do you remember something like, uh, Oh yeah. Mostly, I don't even know where to start or something yeah, like that. I don't know. Yeah. Mostly it was just, I don't know where to start. Never even crossed my mind to, to go into selling them or whatnot. Just started making them for friends and family. And, um, one night I get a, you know, I get a, after many discussions with Nathan and we got to a message one night, Hey, you need to sell these things. Let's start a business. And I was like, well, I don't even know where to even start that. I have an idea. I don't, that's not my cup of tea. And, uh, Nate says, well, let's just do it, you know? And, um, and here, you know, a few months later we had all the paperwork drawn up and had a business started. And, um, and here we are five years later still doing it. So we're pretty proud of that. And we have a pretty good product and, uh, just our own our own way of, of hanging European skulls. So I love it. I love it. Well, that that's a real yeah. that that's a real success story. You know, taking the yeah. taking an issue that you know a, a lot of folks have, and 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 you know what, taking uh, putting it all out on the line, and, and and taking the chance, and getting the getting the getting something resolved to help the issue. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it kind of sounds right. like. Uh, how Richard and I got started here doing yeah, this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. We called it we called it the American pipe dream. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. great. Yeah, you know, uh uh looking at your your products and whatnot, uh, let me tell you, it's funny, I've been I don't know, probably over the last at least two years or so, I started boiling, you know, my own skulls and uh I it's funny, I I'm kind of known as the the coal hunter down at the, the ranch we we uh, hunt at. I love the I love the coals. I love the the weird looking you know skulls and whatnot. And I always you know I want to keep them. And uh, so I've been right. doing that on my own. Uh, but uh, you know my garage, I just put them in my garage. I don't really have anywhere to any good way to put them or anything like that. Right now, I literally have some of them like hanging on a like those little metal hangers on my, on a tool pegboard, you know, like mm-hmm, right. <laughs> just sitting there. And like you were talking about, like, it's not the most ideal way to, to hang those things. So, you know, when I ran across 
you, you guys product. I was like, right there. That's exactly the thing that I, I need. And I need to talk to these guys about, you know, <laughs> you know, so that yeah, I can right. uh, do something with them. I can get them off the floor. I can get them off that pegboard, you know, and, and you know, put them somewhere to where my wife stops sure. badgering me on doing something with them, you know? <laughs> sure. And Jimmy, that's, that's kind of our, that's, that's kind of how we based our business off of is we, when we started this deal, we sat down and said, first and foremost, you know, we're going to obviously we have to make sure that we stay friends. You know, doing a business with a good friend of yours is extremely difficult. Um, and I think Luke and I have run into that several times, but it's, we've always that that was our number one main priority is if something starts to go south, the business is done, you know, we'll sell it off or give it to somebody or do something like that uh, to be able to maintain our friendship. But number two was we wanted to make something that was affordable and extremely simple, easy to use, you know, small. So it's not, you know, a big gaudy looking hook hanging off your wall. Um, and that, that's what we've tried to stick to is something, something affordable. Cause a lot of guys, you know, do have a handful or, or more skulls that are just laying around. And we thought, man, what a, what a cool, cheap, you know, e- affordable, easy way to be able to get them up and display them. Right. right. So that's that's kind of how we how we based our our business off of. You know, yeah. and 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 I think um, you know when when I first saw the product, I, I I thought to myself, God, you know, that's a that that that's a really great idea because you know wh- whether you're hanging a, a four hundred dollar shoulder mount, okay, or a um, or or a project that you did yourself. You know, you you still you, you still don't want that thing to fall off the wall. Uh, it would be a, a, a right. huge tragedy. So you know, thumbing through your your uh, your your spare nuts and bolts, trying to find a, a nail just to hang just right on the wall. You know, to to to, to make sure that your European doesn't fall off the wall. It's not worth it. You know, because obviously, as, as you all know, if that piece of that skull, if that thing falls and it breaks, it, it'll never be the same. Um, you know, yeah. especially if you've right. done any, if you've done any custom paint work or anything on there, which obviously has become really popular, or if the if the antlers itself break, you know, I I I, I know a guy who uh, who had that exact same thing happen to him. He had a uh, stained concrete floor, and he just kind of hung it up there with a nail. Uh, you know, it was a big nail. Thought it was gonna thought it was gonna be okay. Somehow, some way, not sure how it happened, but guess what? It came off the wall. Uh, the right main beam on this super nice buck broke off. Uh, he tried to glue it. When he did, he used, um, I think he used Loctite. Well, so now every time you look at it, you can see where the break is because it's got that shininess. You know what I'm saying? So it, yep. it, 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 right. it, doesn't, it doesn't look authentic anymore, you know? Uh, so it's funny. Right. I, actually, I actually forwarded, <laughs> forwarded him your, your site. Uh, and he was like, oh, well, I, I wish I would have known about this a couple of years ago. I said, well, <laughs> hey, now now you shoot another one, put them on the wall, it won't happen again. So he he, he was grateful for that. <laughs> well, good deal. We uh, It's 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 fun to hear, it's not fun to hear stories like that, but it's right. fun, like, and I know, I know it's happened to Luke too, but I've got, I don't know, probably a dozen skulls hanging up in my basement. Well, of course, it's the basement where, you know, we send the kids, that's where all the toys are at. And uh, my boy was having a uh, had a couple friends over here a while back to watch a football game. They're down there roughhousing, oh, and oh, all boy. of a sudden, you kind of you kind of hear something loud, and you hear somebody go, "Uh oh!" Yep. And here he comes up the <laughs> oh. stairs, going, "Hey, we 
we hit one of the deer. And so I go, which one was it? My wife's sitting right next to me on a couch. And uh, he goes, the one way on the far end that's got the fuzzy on it. And I'm, I looked at my wife and she's like, oh man, it was, yeah, it was her first, uh, her first, uh, deer she'd ever shot. And it was with her oh, bow and it was a little velvet buck. Well, I went down there and the thing is still, I mean, it's, it's like it hadn't even been moved, but anybody who's, who's boiled a skull has had like the, there's a fancy name that I goat or something for it, but basically the front nose piece yep. right mm-hmm. on the skulls, they're real brittle. And you know, it, a lot of times just cleaning skulls, they just kind of fall off. You got to glue them back on. Well, they had hit that nose piece with a football and broke the nose off of that deer, both pieces. They were laying on the floor and that deer is still hanging up on that hanger. Right. So that was kind of nice. She, she obviously wasn't, wasn't real happy. Um, but we got it fixed and you know, it, it, it really, I was surprised that at myself, even how well that it was still hanging up there. Um, you know, not more damage was done. So that was good to see. Um, yeah, that's great. Nice. Unfortunately, the nose never, broke, but you know, at least it saved the the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, we've we've never exactly. we've never even had one. Uh, we've never had one even fall off. You know, as far as if it does get hit, or you're running through with your head by walking by, or anything, you you bend down and pick something up and come up, hit your head on it. Right. You know, they they may rotate it or spin around a little bit, uh, but. We've never had one that, that I know of, my knowledge, has ever, right. you know, come no. off of the hangar and fit, hit the floor. Uh, even my, um, my wife shot one two years ago, and it's 186 and 7 eighths inch, and mm. my cat decided to attack it one day. On <laughs> We have a, uh, a tabletop version, and we call our skull stand, and my cat decided to attack that one day, and as he did that, he knocked, he went, you know, the head went spinning around because it was way, way more weight on one side than it could handle. But still, the uh, it just spun around and then hung there. It never come off the table stand or That's great. or anything. So it won't, uh, yeah, they, they, they're they on there. Once they're on there, they're on there. Um, but we've, we've never had an issue with anything going, falling off the wall. We've never had an issue with, with a, a head that... Uh, we couldn't get the hang right. Uh, right. We're, we're pretty proud. We're pretty proud of that. So that's um, great. Is the uh, the deer you're just talking about on your skull stand the one that's in the picture on your website? Is that the same? No, that's that's oh, the okay. deer no, from the bars. That, oh. so. Yep, that's a big typical. Okay, that's a yeah. giant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that there has that's uh, and we're and we're we're very proud to have had several, and I, and I do mean several. 200 230 inch 240 wow. inch deer on our products our table stands and awesome. and actually still right now some on there and they you know they hold them and display them proud and uh we can't thank our customers enough our friends that have uh, shot some some you know very very nice deer you know mm-hmm. trust trust their stuff you know trust our stuff to display their their products their trophies so um yeah you know it's an honor to you know, yeah. I'm actually part my personally. I'm actually more uh, partial towards, you know, the skull uh, skull mount rather than, you know, the full shoulder mount for whatever reason. So if I got one that looked like that, I'm looking at the one on the skull stand as an example right now on, on online. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would still probably do the skull like that. And of course, if I had that, it, it rather than you know some of the spikes that I have, I'd be a lot more. 
you know, apps to be like, okay, I definitely need one of these hangers <laughs> for that guy, you know, rather than, you know, just right. kind of not worrying too much about a, like a little spike or something like that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that looks really nice. I can see that, like, if I had, I wish I had a nice office here with a nice desk, like wood desk or whatever, just like kind of what looks there. And, God, that'd look beautiful on your desk, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, they, that's, be, that's awesome become a, a new a new style. It, it seems like the the desk mounts have uh, have really become pretty popular. Um, you know, you're, you're right. even that, you're, you're even seeing some shoulder mounts now that are kind of done, you know, on the pedestal, uh, which yeah. I, I think is pretty cool. Right. Yeah. The uh, the skull stand um, that that was our second one, second product. Um, that we came out with and it's been extremely well received um, very popular and the nice thing about that is you can literally put anything on there you know when guys well we've got a lot of friends in texas and when they call and say hey we've got an audad or you know some goofy sheep or something you know the horns curl way back and oh yeah and on our original hanger it'd sit too close and we point them towards that and they yeah they look they look great on there oh very cool yeah i was gonna ask us uh, your original hanger, do you typically recommend that for just a normal white tail or what, do you, and what, do you, what animals would you recommend for say your large hanger versus the original? Right. Right. So the, uh, the original that, um, is just our base wall mount. Um, uh, we our claim to fame for that is anything from bobcats to giant mule deer. Okay. Um, and it's, it's basically, it's, it's fitted. The, the width of it is fitted for that, um, and there's a fancy name for it too, but I don't know what it is, but we call it the brain stem hole. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that's, that's small enough to be able to securely, um, sit on there will work. And we found, yeah, once, once, once you get up to a, a big mule deer, it works great for that. Um, when you go to like a, you know, a longhorn, we've got moose on them, um, you know, smaller bull elk or, um, a lot of African game, kind of ha- some of those bigger antelope species over there. Uh, they work really good for our larger hanger, which we call our H2. Um, and then we've also, um, we actually started with one of those giant deer that Luke was talking about. Um, a good friend of ours here shot, I remember, two falls ago now, I think. And it was two, Luke, what was Scott's deer? 230-something? Two, two, 226 and change. Wow. Two, uh, 226 and change and it's it's wide enough from the end of the left main beam to the kicker that comes off the back uh right g2 that it you have to turn it to be able to go through a door frame um, <laughs> it's, just, right, that, it's a monster framed ear that, that, um, that is a so, great problem to have <laughs> yes. oh yeah that's yes. what we say too that's what we say oh, yeah. um so so luke actually he custom made scott a uh a wall bracket for it that's basically our original mount but extends out from the wall four inches three and a half wow. four inches to give it that clearance for the kickers right um so which which we've found has worked phenomenal for sheep um big horns you know oh, the yeah. texas mm-hmm. sheep that you guys got that right. we've got to go after this last weekend oh. um mm-hmm. cool it worked yeah he was down near neck of the woods okay the south of you i think but I was hunting, um, uh, got, hunting down by uh, Uvalde, actually. So, oh, yeah. Or Uvalde, yeah. how you say it. So. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Now, the yeah, one you're so describing, they, is they, that the standoff hanger? That, that I'm, right, that'd be the okay. standoff. Okay. Yep. 
That would be the standoff. So that works great for sheep. We found anything, you know, it works fine for a regular whitetail too. If you want a little three dimension to it where it sticks out a little bit, um, that's kind of cool. Um, then we've also have an H2 standoff. That's a, it's, it's quite a bit bigger, sticks out of the wall just a little bit further. And then it's made of that heavier gauge steel has a little bit wider, uh, into it for when we get a lot bigger bull elk, um, that works great for that. Um, I had a longhorn on, I had a 50 inch longhorn that I cleaned this year for a guy on one and it looks really, really cool. So yeah, we've, we've got, there's a couple others on there too. I don't know if you saw our, uh, our corner bracket. Yes. That, that, yeah, that looks pretty cool. Right. So, um, that was just kind of a, I don't know. We were sitting in my office at the car dealership, uh, where I used to work a while back and, kind of thought about that and we ended up rolling with it but it I, luke how wide how wide of a deer can we put on those they got their yeah it can go 25 inches uh before the wall comes into play with it so okay. wow. 25 right. inch so, spread and, and under will work right okay. and then you can just stack them on the inside corner of your house you know we see a lot of people do that it's kind of a dead space you can't really do anything with and so right. if you stack you know three or four of those uh, on top of each other it looks looks really neat that's a great idea um yeah so we're we're pretty proud of that that whole lineup and then we even uh this last year ventured out we haven't even i guess maybe we've technically released it but uh we've we've got a uh turkey fan mount um that's brand new it was uh you know everybody's used to the old wood ones right um we wanted something that that we could kind of play in that game and that's what we came up with. So it's kind of a nice, clean um, steel look, and and uh, we really think that'll go over well. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. And uh, so, how does it? How does that work specifically? Do you have like uh, little slots behind the the uh, circular circular part there, or like how exactly would that work? Right, right. So the fan drops yeah. down right okay. be- right behind that deal. And then uh, there's there's holes in the backside, kind of like the old fashioned wood ones, where you'd run mm, a screw up okay. through it. You can run a you can run a set screw in there, or you can just kind of pinch it together, about like a kind of like a taco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and it'll hold the fan just fine. Then there's holes in the bottom of it, so you can string beards or or spurs or what have you on there. Cool. Oh, and nice. it 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 looks neat because it it pokes out from the wall an inch inch and a half. Um, yes. and gives it a, a really neat kind of shadowed three-dimensional look. Okay. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. You know, the, the, the wood ones, I think, have, have always been nice. But, uh, you know, Jimmy and I always talk about, you know, um, you know you're, the old expression goes, you know, don't reinvent the wheel, you know. But, of course, right. I, I, I firmly believe now and have for many years, reinvent the wheel, just like the ice chest, you know. Uh, just like the cooler. I mean, who who thought anybody would make a new cooler? Well, same <laughs> thing right. goes with the whole turkey fan mount, you know? I mean, the the wood yep. ones are nice, but, but you know, me personally, I actually prefer something a little bit different. So uh, I'd, I'd be curious to give right. that a whirl, see what it looks like. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Right. They're uh, sure. they're fun, and and right now our logo is cut out of the front of it, so then oh. we, we, can, uh, we can supply with, like, a different color, a little steel card, a painted steel card for back behind there, so you can have you know, color match your themes, your sports themes, or whatever your wall color. Oh, that's um, cool. Make it make each one unique. So that's kind of okay. neat too. Very cool. Very cool. 
And then I'm looking at here, skull shine. You put a somehow you get a light in there, I guess. <laughs> right. Tell us about so, that. Skull. So skull shine is a uh, is actually a guy that I came across. Uh, he's from New York. Um, his name's Michael Campbell, and he owns a company called Skull Shine, and uh, it just works fantastic with our products. Um, so we we carry his as well. And what that is is basically a uh, it's three little LED strips. And so let's let's say you're running a deer skull. We we always like to say they make great night lights. I was like about in your kid's say. room if your kid shoots a deer. I was about um, to say. It wor- yeah, it works phenomenal with our skull stands because you can hide the wire behind it because it does go to a goes to a 110 plug-in, um, and then it's remote controlled. Oh, that's so you've cool. got yeah, so you've got an LED strip in each of the oh, like up into the nasal cavities, and then one for that brainstem hole, and then it runs down to a plug-in. You can hide that behind the stem of the of the skull stand. It's got like 19 different colors and 20 something different color changing patterns to it. Um, yeah, they're, they are really, really neat. If you, if you've got a, you know, a room or a corner of a room where you can stick a a skull and really want to make it pop, yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. I I love that, that picture. I love the red one in there. That's that's really cool. (laughs) And I was just thinking that like right before you said uh, a nightlight. So I got a, Rich and I both have children, but I, I have a 20 month old son and I have a, one go. of my skull mounts in, in there, and he loves it. He always points at it, you know, and all this kind of thing. I thought, yeah, that would be really cool to to put that to do that. Oh yeah, you know, in his room. Yep, it's it's awesome. I think I'd have to double check. I remember he used to, but I think Michael still has um, like little lithium battery packs um, that you can put. Like if he did a wall mount bracket mm-hmm. of some sort and didn't want to plug in, they okay. just I think his deal was they just didn't last quite as long it's kind of nice to just have it plugged in not worry right. about it but yeah that's a that's been a real popular popular product for us too very cool very cool very so cool. talk to me talk to us just a little bit about the these monster deers you guys have up in uh up in kansas oh there, uh, there's there's <laughs> no monster there's no monster deers up here in kansas so. yeah there's no, oh, no we don't no, have no, anything no, deer no. you guys oh, got the big deer oh i don't know you guys got the big one <laughs> listen listen the, the word is out everybody knows <laughs> yeah yeah the, the, Cam- there, the kansas it, story is actually interesting because i think it was somebody told me that a hundred billion years ago there really weren't any white-tailed deer in the state of kansas that's, um that's and, right. all, and then the past you know 100 100 years or something boy it just <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That, that is not the case anymore well back when my yeah, dad was, uh, my, my my dad's 62 years old and when he was a young man uh just to see a whitetail was uh was a pretty special event actually right uh especially when he was you know a real young kid uh but uh, they didn't have oh i think Bow season started in Kansas in 1945, I think, wow. somewhere in there. But there just wasn't a whole lot of deer. Especially my grandpa would tell me that there was, you know, it's pretty non-existent. It's just to just see animals and. Right. But slowly, slowly over time, we, you know, we've developed some some very good hunting ground here in Kansas, and right. the deer have have uh, more than plenished. But sure. uh, something to it. 
that Nathan and I both, you know, you talk about big deer, you can talk to him where he's from. He's, he hails from the great state of Iowa, which, oh, is, yeah. oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. they may have one or two deer up there anymore. I'm not sure how many deer up there, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's not worth yeah. going up there either. So I, yeah. I just stay away. So <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I, yeah. I, I, go I, to is, Tennessee. That's, is, that's where they're is. all at. So there you go. Now, now <laughs> it is fun to talk. I get, Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. It's well, I just oh, I was, well, all I was going to say is it's just kind of fun to to be able to for my job. I get to talk to a lot of farmers. Um, yeah. Pretty pretty close to our area, and it is it is fun because I'm always asking them, you know, about shed hunting or deer hunting or yeah. you know just whatever. And uh, it's fun to fun to hear them say, you know, when I was a kid, there was never any deer around here. You know, we didn't have deer, and now that's those are the farms that are producing 200 plus inch deer. Right. Right. Well, it, 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 it's amazing what, what, you know, habitat uh, creation, whether it be, you know, on purpose or by accident, you know, can, can really do, you know, and I think the Kansas deer uh, much like, you know, Illinois and, and Iowa and whatnot have really benefited from, uh, you know, a lot of the, the cereal crops, you know, grains and whatnot, you know, and, uh, and then of course with the, the the hardwood bottoms starting to mature there in Kansas and stuff they've just they've just flourished uh, and it, it's it's been uh, it's been pretty 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 crazy but you you guys also have mule deer too is that is that accurate or am I am I dreaming that uh, you're almost okay yeah, yeah. It, in Kansas yes there are mule deer the line starts probably what would you say Luke an hour hour and a half west of us. Okay. Yeah, well, Waukee and West, yeah. Okay, and that's kind yeah, of in, yeah. your, in the in the Sand Hills country, right? Or am I? Can no, be, we... can be. Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, Sand Hills is more. Well, Sand Hills is more Nebraska. More Nebraska. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. We, there's there's a few around here, but not 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 like probably what you're thinking of. Okay. I mean, Western okay. Kansas is like, I mean, it's it's pretty flat we've antelope right. hunted far southwest oh, okay. um the last okay. few years and it's flat as a pancake but it's a lot right. of still a lot of still a lot of crop ground um right. a lot of crp ground sure oh, um i there's, the a, there's one Good or two counties well. right exactly yep yeah our pheasants have been a little a little weak the last few years mm-hmm. um actually probably since the 2012 drought right um but our quail numbers are doing real well right now. Oh, that's so great. That's fun to watch. No, oh, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, that that is great. Yeah, we went through a period down here of uh, the quail just kind of disappearing for a while. Yeah. Now they're starting to come really? back, so that's good. But uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's funny how that works. It, you know, just depending on where you are, oh, yeah. when it happens, you know, it all comes back right. around. You know, at the end, so. Mm-hmm. Just, just enjoy the ride for a while. No doubt, no that's doubt. Right, that's right. So, what, what do you guys have as far as any new products coming out? You know, you you mentioned the turkey hanger, which I think is awesome. But anything else in the books that you could uh, that you could share with the listening public? We have a thing in the process, but uh, that's about as far as I can go with there that at the go. moment. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so. Stay tuned. Mentioned. That's funny you mentioned that. That's right. Yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, we yeah, we've got something that's completely out of the norm for us. Okay. Yeah, up, so. it's, uh, we're excited. Yeah, it's, we're excited about that. Nice. Right. Awesome. Right. Well, what you'll have to be sure to let us know as soon as y'all release it to the public, and we'll let our followers. We can know do that. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We can do that. 
As far as the stuff that we can tell you about, though, our latest is the uh, the H2 standoff and our uh, our turkey mount. So yep. if you've got big game uh, and and want to display them in a unique fashion, you've got that that standoff and turkey season's coming up. Yep, yes, it is my favorite. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about the 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 the, the pedestal, the the stand mount. You know, and. You, you mentioned Africa, and I, I don't know a whole lot of, well, of course, if you're going to Africa, maybe maybe you do have more wall space than the average Joe, but, uh, you know, as many animals that you have the opportunity to harvest over there, uh, I, I think that I think that it would be really cool to kind of do a mix and match, it, it, at least if it was my home, I, I don't, again, I don't have a whole ton of wall space, uh, you know, I, I would have to put some on the wall, but then I'd love to put some, uh, you know, on the, the, the pedestal and kind of change it up, you know. Uh, so it sounds yeah, like obviously right. you guys kind of have a solution for both of those. Uh, so for for, right. for those listening, for those listening who are doing any African hunting and whatnot, uh, uh, give these guys some serious consideration after after you you spend all your eight million dollars getting your trophies home. Well, yeah. In addition to your domestic hunting, of course. No, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> do, right. you, do you guys? Do you gentlemen ever attend any of the? Uh, Texas Trophy Hunter uh, shows, Texas uh, Extravaganza shows. We do, we do, we do. We typically always at least make the uh, one in Fort Worth. Yep. Well, we we've been there the last two years, so you have to come down and see us. We will okay. do that. You're gonna be, our, and you'll be here this one of year. Our favorite yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, we'll be here. We, yeah, we, uh, we. That's our best. That's our one of our favorite best shows that we have. The uh, people in Texas are, are very very nice, and they don't mind spending that money. So, Absolutely, and they they love our products. So, okay, well, awesome. awesome. So, yeah. all right, so everyone hears that, uh, make it out to the the trophy hunter show and uh, meet Luke and Nate and check out their head hangers. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to uh, talk about for uh, with our audience? No, just to uh, make, uh... keep us. Yeah, keep us in mind when uh, if you know if you are needing a way to hang your skull or. Heck, you can hang your hat or your coat or whatever you want to on our on our products, but uh, we just <laughs> like to emphasize that, you know, we make things for the average bow hunter, rifle hunter, normal hunter. Uh, we definitely don't cater to the uh, the big corporations or anything like that. We are we did this together as friends, and we did this to, so anybody can afford it. Even us at the time when we we're just you know two bow hunting buddies that. They have a bunch of money to spend. We can still, you know, afford to buy our own product. You know, if we were the the customer, we could afford to buy it, or we'd want to buy it. So that's kind of our our philosophy uh, to make a product that doesn't stand out, doesn't doesn't take away from whatever trophy you have on there, whether it's a little bitty a doe or a little buck or a, a two hundred inch whitetail. Our product, you won't even hardly see it. Honestly, you'll see your trophy no matter how big or small or whatever it is. And that's something that we're pretty proud of to to have an affordable price uh, item that anybody can have, and you know, you know, secure your trophy for as long as you have it on your wall. Yeah, right. I, I, w- I was going to say the, the the peace of mind that that you get that 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 trophy is going to be secure there. I, I think is I mean, you can't you can't downplay that. That that's huge. Well, absolutely, yeah. and just being right. uh, being part of helping someone you know display their proud harvest their proud trophy you know that's a cool thing so i agree i agree yeah. all right guys sure. well thank you very much uh we got you, i'm sorry go ahead 
I, I if you're if you're ready to if you're ready to have a concluder, go for, you can go for well, it. But I'll all I was gonna say was, uh, you know, we are we are extremely proud of our product, obviously, uh, but we we want to we want to be able to help too. So uh, um, I think like maybe a month ago we had our first return in five years of being in business, which we're wow. happy to take back. Uh, and I think we actually just, I think Luke, you just exchanged it, didn't you? He had a bull yes. elk that wouldn't fit on our normal H2. So we exchanged oh, it wow. for a, an H2 <laughs> standoff. So yeah. we, yeah. Okay. It, it was a big one. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, he, but it, we would, it was before we, uh, I'm sorry. It was before we really released our H2 standoff. He, he ordered that and didn't, you know, his bull was too big, which is, we like to say, you know, if your animal's too big, then we're pretty proud of you. Uh, right. <laughs> but, uh, we will, you know, we will make whatever we need to make to make it right. Uh, no matter what's wrong with your, you know, uh, like we said, that's our first return in five years. So we're, we're, you know, we're, we're doing something pretty right. But even if it doesn't work, we'll make it work. Nathan and I will do, you know, whatever we can to make the customers happy because, you know, that's the end, the end goal right there is to have a, at the customer base. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. Great. And speaking of, uh, speaking of making the customer happy, Jimmy, um, I think Luke and I are going to extend a, uh, an offer code to your listeners. If that's all right. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. if you, whatever you guys would want. It, right. If anybody is, um, uh, anybody gets on our website at headhangers.com, if you enter the code feed bandit, you will get 15% off your next order. Awesome. Oh, wow. Awesome. Wow. Is that the, the uh, feed bandit one word or do they put the space in just feed, to be sure? Nope. Feed bandit's all one word. Okay. Great. Yep. All, very, all lower case. very generous, so, gentlemen. We appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. No problem. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. We, we appreciate no your problem. time. Yeah. And do, do you Absolutely. guys incur, encourage your uh, customers to send in pictures of their mounts once they've hung them on the wall? Oh, yes. Okay. That's, you know what? That's, Luke and I were talking about this the other day. That's probably the one of the funnest parts about yeah. having a company like this is getting back pictures from awesome. people who are using them, who are happy with them. Um, that's that's phenomenal. We love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's just just wanted to throw that out there. Also, just you know, people be sure to you know share share what you do with them and oh, share yeah. your your, uh, your mounts uh, with these guys as well. Uh, so yeah, that's right. thank you so much for offering that to our listeners. Again, that's enter the code FeedBandit one word uh, on their website at uh, headhangers.com, and that's head hangers with a Z. Uh, and you'll get uh, what'd you say, fifteen percent off? Yes. Okay. Fifteen percent off, correct? Yep. Awesome. awesome. All right. Yeah. Thank, and thank you. They, thank you they can also follow us on uh, on Instagram too at headhangers, and then. Uh, Facebook is the same way, so yeah. there's always cool stuff coming up on there if they want to see what all the the new latest stuff is and watch for the the new product coming out here shortly in the next few months. Awesome, yeah, perfect. Well, thank you guys very much uh, for coming on again on the Feed Bandit podcast. Uh, I know I had a great time talking to you all, uh, Richard. You got anything else for these guys? I think I'm in great shape. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate yeah. it, and, and and good luck and no problem. Uh, continued success. Yeah, thank you very thank much. Thank you. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you. I'll have a good one, and we'll uh, stay in touch. All right. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, folks, that was Luke Douglas and Nate Anderson, co-owners of Headhangers. That's Headhangers with a Z. 
You can find them at headhangers.com and Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at headhangers. That was a really fun one to talk to them. Uh, and it was really interesting because, you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, I got all those heads in the garage. So now I <laughs> think I got a way to, to hang them up. And oh, for sure. Like you were saying, confident that, uh, you know, that they're not going to fall off the wall. You know, I didn't say I, it just occurred to me, you know, for people, especially in places like, I don't know, California or something where you got right. earthquakes, that would be, you know, especially, you know, you want to, ha- you know, use something to help help that. Uh, and, you oh, know, over for here, sure. for sure, we've had a couple of those little minor earthquakes, you know, they blame it on the, the fracking or whatever. Oh, <laughs> the, the horrible <laughs> oil and gas people. Ah! That's not yeah, enough yeah. to knock you off the wall, but. Yeah, uh, I know my, my, you know my son, and I'm sure your daughters are enough to hang to knock some of these off the wall. So, well, uh, yeah, the story they were telling it actually, yeah, you know, I, I never really thought about that. Uh, you know that old saying, you know, Mama says don't play ball in the house. Well, you know, what if you what what if, what if somebody breaks Mama's rule and and your bull elk falls off the wall because you've got yeah. um, some sort of you know uh, uh, big mega store rigged uh, you know hanger device, you know. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think it makes sense that, uh, I think it makes sense to go with something that's going to keep it on there permanently. So no, that, that, that was definitely a really cool one. Uh, it's, it's great to hear a success story. I mean, five years, that, that's, that's awesome. Yep. That is really cool. Yep. I mean, you, and, uh, you know, as hunters, we put a lot of effort into, uh, you know, getting that trophy, you know, not just the actual hunt, but. You know all the preparation and whatnot that goes in during the year, and that yep. you know, once you finally get that that trophy, and you know you get it taken care of, uh, you know a shoulder mount or you know really or the skull mounts that we're talking about, which are you know really becoming popular here. Yep. Uh, you know you want to go the extra mile to take care of it and protect it, and make sure it does not doesn't fall, but not only not fall, but also still looks good on your wall. You know, I agree. And, that's where uh, the head hangers comes in for sure. So yeah, I agree. You guys go uh, check them out at headhangers.com. And don't forget, they were gracious enough to offer everyone a 15% discount on their website when you use the discount code FeedBandit. That's FeedBandit, one word. Uh, again, that's a 15% discount. So head on over to headhangers.com. That's hangers with a Z. And uh, get, you some of their, get you some of their hangers. And uh, also, don't forget, if you haven't joined our email list yet and you're looking to get access to deals on awesome new and innovative hunting products and services, uh, it's easy. Just uh, pull up your phone and text BANDIT to 345-345. Again, just text the word BANDIT to 345-345 and go through the uh, directions there and uh, you'll be on our list and to get notified of uh, some of the cool deals we have coming coming in the future. So uh, look forward to seeing you guys over there. So uh, with that, uh, unless you got anything else, I think we can uh, wrap this one up. Thank I'm, I think I'm done. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, everyone out there, don't forget, head over to Headhangers, use code FeedBandit, and then uh, text BANDIT, 345-345, to uh, join our community. And then uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you want to find new and innovative hunting gear and service providers not typically offered through the traditional big box hunting stores, come on over and join the hunt at feedbandit.com slash join. 
When you join, as a bonus, you'll get our entertaining free e-guide of unique hunting tips and tricks. And a reminder to all you small businesses, feed stores, gear inventors, or entrepreneurs in the hunting space, if you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the FeedBanded podcast, please let us know. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Go to feedbanded.com slash promote. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a rating and review on iTunes as it would really help us out. Go to feedbanded.com slash iTunes. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time, please remember to support your local feed store.